Hey there, friend, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Life Coach BFF Show. I'm Heather Petty, your trusty BFF. And today I want to send out a warm shout out to all our new listeners who've joined our amazing community. It's a pleasure to have you on board. And I'm here to remind you that everyone is welcome here with open arms and a big old virtual hug. If you were here, I would give you a big hug in person. So now let's dive right in. We have a lot coming up on this episode. Life Coach BFF Show with me, your friend Heather, because we all need a BFF to take this journey called Life With. This is a podcast for midlife women who want to remain sane and find joy while parenting teens. We're living with purpose and determination to get all the goody out of life because I believe God made the goody for His people, you and me. So hop aboard this train of intention, come and sit on my porch and rest or pop in your earbuds and let's take a walk together. I'm just so grateful you're here. Back to school season is in full swing. And if you're a parent like me, you know the drill. I recently attended orientation for my two middle schoolers this week. And oh boy, did it hit me like a ton of bricks. You see, middle school is what I like to call the salty season. It is so salty. It's that time when conversations can turn into many infernos. And no matter what you say, someone's getting singed and sometimes it's you. And you can probably relate if you're here now or you've been through this. I don't know. I've heard that it. You look back with fondness in the season that you just came out of. And I believe that. I believe that. But there are some things about middle schoolers and high schoolers. It's just tricky. You know, you have to know how to navigate it. It's like trying to reason sometimes with a fire-breathing dragon who's convinced they know everything and you know nothing And if you've ever tried to offer advice only to be met with an assertive, I know, before you even finish your sentence. Yep, you know what I'm talking about. That's the reality we're dealing with. And let me tell you, it can be quite the challenge. And this week, that's when the reality hit. I have two now who know everything even more than I do or their father. (laughs) And everything I say down to your laundry is in the laundry room. It needs to be taken upstairs. I know we are going to have burgers for dinner. We're eating at 6 p.m. I know they, I mean, they, they know everything. It's so funny. Anything you say, they already know. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can relate, but don't lose hope just yet because they say, as we enter our thirties, we start to realize maybe just maybe we don't know it all. And our parents might have a point or two. It's like a magical shift that makes us appreciate the wisdom that comes with age and experience. And I hear it is a beautiful thing, friend. (laughs) Many of you have messaged me to tell me what a beautiful thing it is. And that gives all of us hope. It inspires us to carry on 
and enjoy every day because there's so many good things that happen, even though they know it all. There's so many good things that happen during this season. And so I just try to embrace that, give lots of hugs when they tell me repeatedly that they already know. I just keep saying what I want to say and then follow with lots and lots of hugs. My youngest baby, my number four, ventures into the wild world of middle school this year. And I found myself reflecting on the changes and responsibilities that come with this new chapter. You see, it's not just about textbooks and classmates. It's about preparing them for the journey ahead. And I was talking to BFF Susan on the phone a couple of nights ago, and I said to her, you know, I really need to get off the phone. I have so much to do. It was probably around eight o'clock, which is late for me to be on the phone. I'm usually in the bed. And she said, what do you have to do this late? And I said, I have got to go and label these school supplies for LP4. And she said, wait a minute, he turns 12 this week. He is in middle school. Why are you labeling his school supplies, he should be doing that himself. And it was just the nudge that I needed. And so in order to prepare, and I did have him label his things that night, and he was so happy to do it. He was excited. You know, we just get into the habit, especially the youngest stays the baby. And that's not good. We don't want that because We want them ready to launch. We want to propel them into this world, self-sufficient, responsible, and self-confident. And some kids will fight you every step of the way. They do not want to grow up, but we have to keep on working to give them that responsibility and self-confidence. This kid, he came here ready to adult. I promise he did in so many ways. And I just forget that because, again, he is the baby. So he was happy to label his school supplies, pack them up, ready to go. And I thought, I need to come up with a game plan. Like, there are other areas with, he would hate it if he knew I was calling him the baby. We'll call him the caboose. He's the caboose. He, I I need to come up with a game plan for him because it really is, it's time to transition. I think back when the two girls were this age and even the things that I've transitioned with our LP3, who is 14. So it's time for him. It's time for him to get the nudge. Just like BFF Susan gave me the nudge this week, I am going to give him the nudge going into middle school. So here's my game plan. This is a new set of responsibilities because it's all about fostering independence, building life skills, and ensuring that he's ready to take on the world one challenge at a time. One of the first things on my list, I I need a drum roll for this, (laughs) is getting him to wake up and get dressed on his own. Yep, it's time for his personal alarm clock to shine. And if he's late for school this year, he'll have to deal with the consequences there. And you know what's reassuring? The fact that his middle school principal... She announced this at orientation this week, has been known to personally go to students' homes, wake up sleepy students who miss their alarms, and drive them to school. She has done this for weeks at a time to get them in the habit. And so that's my backup plan. (laughs) 
<laughs> a principal backed alarm system. I am not going to be responsible for that anymore. I decided that the night that he labeled his school supplies, he's going to walk. He's going to be upstairs. I am going to be drinking my coffee. <laughs> And the boys will be responsible for getting up. I will not be walking up the stairs this year. And that makes me happy. Next, we're going to talk and get dressed. They're responsible for getting dressed, finding their clothing for that, their uniforms for that day. That is their responsibility. Okay, next, we're going to dive into the world of lunch prep. Now, you're probably cringing. This is a cringeworthy topic, I know. I'll have a variety of lunch options organized and ready to go. The responsibility of packing his own lunch is now on his plate. <laughs> and I did this with the girls at this age. They packed their own lunches. I provided the food. I went to the grocery store. It's well organized. But his job is going to be to pack his own lunch. And this not only empowers him, but also reduces food wastage as he's more likely to pack foods he knows he'll enjoy. I mean, how many apples have gone into the garbage can or bags of snack-sized carrots? I would like to know. I would like to know how many <laughs> of those bags of carrots that I have packed personally that have gone to school and right into the garbage can. And then another thing are these ice cool packs. I started out last year with probably 20 of those in the freezer, and I think I'm down to about seven. How does this happen? So I've got to figure out how to make them responsible for those. I may put names on them this year and count them and make sure they're all there. So that's what I'm doing about that. And while we're talking about food, I'll tell you another thing I've noticed having boys and teen boys, especially they eat everything <laughs> in the house. And if you try to hide snacks, they will find them. So what I'm doing this year, because what happens is they'll eat all the snacks. As soon as I buy them, they take them up to their rooms without me knowing it. They'll have five Nutter Butter Little Debbie <laughs> overnight. It's funny, not funny, but this is what happens. So I have written their initials and the date. So every day they have one and hopefully this will help keep them from eating if they know that they're all labeled. Why do I have to do this? Tell me why. I don't know. But I don't want them eating six and seven and eight little Debbie snacks at a time. So this is necessary. All right. The next thing, moving on to homework. It's time for him to take charge of his assignments. He's not in elementary school anymore. And I remember my middle school days struggling through homework assignments, but it's all part of building that sense of accomplishment and self-confidence. And I want him to develop those skills early on. So when he reaches high school and beyond, he's well prepared. I have already been in middle school. I have learned what needed to be learned. It's his turn. And I don't want to deprive him of this. So this is his responsibility. I'm not going to be checking homework sites anymore. It's like hunting for Easter eggs. I'm over that, through with that, moving right along. And communication is key. And so that's why I'm encouraging him to be the first line of contact with his teachers. Of course, I'll be there to support him if he needs me, but I want him to learn the importance of advocating for himself 
and seeking clarification when needed. This is so important. I will not be able to go to high school with him or college. And so we've got to get this this year. This is a good time to learn. And let's not forget about personal space. (laughs) Middle school also means taking responsibility for his own room and bathroom. I'm hoping this will not only teach him the importance of cleanliness, but also prevent any future battles between the two of us or between he and his brother over untidy spaces. This I'm turning over to him. This is now for the first time in his life, completely his responsibility. If it doesn't happen during the week, there are going to be consequences because there are consequences for me when I don't get the things done that I need to do. And lastly, With extracurricular activities ramping up, I want him to be in the driver's seat. He'll be responsible for keeping track of practice times, knowing what he needs to wear, and making sure he's prepared for each activity. This is all about fostering time management and accountability. On Sunday evenings, we will meet as a family. I have an old-fashioned calendar, desk calendar. It is enormous. (laughs) I was on a Zoom call yesterday with a sweet friend who is so tech-savvy in Austin, Texas. She's a physician. She wanted to put something on the calendar, and I reached down and grabbed my 24 by 24-inch desk calendar, and she got the biggest laugh out of that. But I like to be able to see it, touch it, feel it. I don't want to lose it. I don't want to not check it. So there it is. Full sight every day, all day. And on Sunday evenings, I get it out. We go over practice times. I write down my drop-off time for each child and my pickup time. And they are responsible for items needed for their practice, what they're going to wear, These I'm turning over to them because there will be bigger responsibilities to come. And so it's kind of like inching your way up a staircase. And that's what we're doing. We're right here at the bottom steps (laughs) and we are moving forward. I know I have taken a child to a practice before, pulled up. They had on the wrong attire for the practice And the coach had already said, do not come if you do not have on the appropriate wear and do not come late because I offered to drive home, let them change that one time. It was the first time it had ever happened and bring them back. And they said, I can't do that. So lesson learned and they know they're responsible. I can't keep up with all this. I have so much to keep up with and only so many neurons who are willing to fire at this point. So this is their responsibility. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same. Now, as far as high school goes, which we'll be tackling next year with LP3, we're going to be talking about that some in upcoming episodes on this show, what expectations and responsibilities should be or suggestions But there's a whole new level of responsibility that comes with driving. And I'll be handing over the reins for haircut appointments. I'll no longer be making those once you start driving. Doctor visits and dentist appointments, which of course they're going to go to dad. But still they have to work it out with 
our sweet ladies that work the front desk. It's a big step, but it's all part of preparing our kids for adulthood. So my dear BFFs, whether you're facing the salty middle school season or preparing your high schooler for the road ahead, remember that each step is a valuable lesson in independence and self-sufficiency. And hey, if you've got your own tips and tricks to share, I would love to hear them. Shoot me a message on Instagram. I've recently changed my handle because some of you said it was too confusing. And so I changed it to at Heather Petty underscore and Petty is spelled P-E-T-T-E-Y. So send what works for you. Send me your suggestions. If you don't agree, listen, we all have opinions. And that's what's so great about this community. We can come together. We can hash it out, get to the bottom of it and get a general consensus. And you may have ideas to offer that I have not even considered. So please let me know, or you may email me at heather at heatherpettypettey.com. Now, before we wrap up, I want to leave you with three key reminders. So firstly, it's absolutely okay to be a copycat as long as you're copying the right cat. Choose your role models wisely. And secondly, always keep in mind that you are a cherished daughter of the king of kings, the king of all kings. Let your light shine brightly. And lastly, know that I love you, but Jesus loves you even more. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, do me a favor, share it with a friend who might benefit from it. And don't forget to snap a screenshot of this podcast and share it in your stories on social media. Tag me at Heather Petty underscore on Instagram so I can give you a virtual high five. Thank you for being here, for embracing growth and learning, and for allowing me to be a part of your journey. That's what it's all about. Life is about learning growing, failing, but we have to fail forward and we're all going to fail. And if we don't try and fail, guess what? We don't learn. So be willing, be brave, be willing to take that chance. I believe in you. I know you can do it until next time. Keep rocking those mom hats and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care.